Hello, fellow podcasters. Good to have you today. I'm going to talk about who lives in you and are you as powerful as you should be? Do you know who's living in you? Living a powerful life begins with knowing who you are and who you were created to be. And those two things can help you live the a life full of everything God intended you to be full of when you became a Christian. So knowing who you are begins with knowing who lives in you. So if you've accepted Jesus into your heart as your Savior, you believe he's the one that died on the cross for your sins, he's God's son. Once you've done that, the scripture says that the Father and Jesus and Holy Spirit, all three of them live in you. I'll give you some references. John 14, 23 says, um, Jesus replied, all who will do what I say, all who love me will do what I say, and my Father will love them, and we will come make our home with each of them. That means Father and Son are in you. And when Jesus, you know, left to go back to heaven, he sent us the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the 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 counselor, the teacher, the um, mentor, everything. He sent the Holy Spirit to be in us, to work through us in power. And so if we have Jesus, Father, and Holy Spirit in us, we have the whole Trinity living in us. And... I kind of, we're talking about knowing who you are begins with knowing who lives in you. So if you have the Trinity living in you, who are you? How powerful are you? And if um, Galatians 2.20, um, I think it's Paul, he says, my, my old self is crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And there's a there's these scriptures about like in Romans, um, he says you're you're dead. You've been crucified with Christ. Like you're you are no longer. It, now it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so, I just want you to remember those verses as I'm talking today about how powerful you are. And I want you to remember that you're dead, and Christ is the one who's alive in you. And so we're going to talk about who is it that's in you, and because of that, who are you? I hope this isn't too much of a, a loop for you, but um, basically I'm just trying you trying to get you to understand who you are. And understanding who you are is the most vital thing that you can do as a Christian to know um, how powerful you are and to actually do the works of the kingdom of God for the kingdom of God and destroy the works of Satan. We have the power living in us, but accessing it has to do with, um, it, it begins with knowing who you are. The devil knows who you are. God knows who you are. But if you don't know who you are, it's of no use to anyone around you. So who are you? Well, one of the fa- my favorite things that God's talking to me about lately is in with Moses in Exodus three, like 14, he's, God is asking Moses, um, to go talk to the Pharaoh and 
convinced Pharaoh to let all the Israelites go and worship him. And Moses is having an encounter with God. You know, he saw, he saw the burning bush. He stopped and he's talking to God. And once God asked him to do this great thing, um, Moses said, but who do I say sent me? Why, you know, why are they going to listen to me? And God's reply is, um, I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent you. And I am, I just want you to picture those two words capitalized, all caps, I am. So I am has sent you. I'm talking to you personally now, not just Moses, you personally. I am has sent you to defeat the works of Satan. You are to trample your foe. You are the powerful one because it's no longer you who lives. It's the Christ in you. The hope of glory lives in you, reigns in you, and can do great things through you. So whenever... I want to talk about adoption for a minute. Like in in the earthly realm, when we adopt a child... Um, they become part of our family. There's legal paperwork done. And they actually can get a new name. They get your new last name as if they're part of your family. They get your inheritance and everything else, just like your child. And when we come into the kingdom of heaven, Father God adopts us. But we don't get a new last name. We get a new first name. Our new first name is I am. Just think about that for a moment. I want you to see the words I am capitalized. That is in front of your name. So if your name is Joseph, now it's I am Joseph. If your name is Sarah, it's now I am Sarah. In other words, you are you and God have like a name together. There's no just no more that um, you're Sarah. It's I am Sarah. In other words, it's God plus Sarah equals you. It's never ever again going to be just Sarah. It's always going to be I am plus Sarah. I am is God, the creator of the universe the one who lives inside of you, that you are now grafted into his family. Now you are one and you have got his first name. And so if you've got his first name, I want you to start thinking about how you're using it in a sentence. How, when you use the word I am in a sentence, is there negativity that comes afterwards? Are there disparaging remarks that come after it? Are there um, adjectives that would not describe God or Christ or Holy Spirit? So every time you hear the word, let's say, let's do some practices. So if I say I am fat... 
Could you replace the I am with Christ? Would you say Christ is fat? Hopefully not. No, we wouldn't do that. So if you're dead and it's just God and Jesus living in you and Holy Spirit, you've got to remember when you use I am statement, you are actually representing God. And so if you say, I am tired, would you say Christ is tired? Probably not. If you say, I am not good enough for this task, could you replace that with Christ is not good enough for this task? Probably not. So I just want you to think about how you're speaking about yourself because yourself is not yourself anymore. You are now one with Christ. It's both of you that are being represented whenever you speak about yourself. And I want to I want to give you the same example, um, not just when you talk about yourself, but if someone else called you something. Let's just imagine bullies in in grade school, and they called you um, dumb or stupid, not good enough, worthless. If they said you are dumb. It should sound idiotic because the you if you know the truth, if you know the truth, you would be able to recognize the lie. And so I want to give you some really outlandish lies that might help you distinguish the difference. If someone came up to you and said, you are a giraffe, you'd be like, um, no, I'm, I'm a human. And so you, you actually detected that lie right away. There was no argument in your mind. You know you're not a giraffe. And there was no even second guessing it or pondering it in your mind. It was just a no. I am human. I'm not a giraffe. So if, if you can detect that lie... You need to be able to detect the other lies too, the ones that maybe aren't so outlandish, the ones that are seemingly possible, but they're only possible because you've let them, you've let them seep in. So if someone comes to you and says, you're not good enough, you're shy, you're not good at talking in front of a crowd, you should be able to detect those are lies. Those aren't, that's not what God would say about you. And that's not what you could say about God either. Now, remember, it's you plus God. It's I am Heather. I am Jason. I am Aiden. I am. So you've got the God plus the you. It's no longer you. So if you have decided that you are shy, could you say God is shy? I just want you to think about that for a minute. Can you, can you change the word I am to say God or Christ or Holy Spirit or Jesus, however you want to talk about him? Could you make that into a sentence? And if you can't, you need to quit saying it and you need to recognize the lie right away. These lies are coming from the enemy. They're not uh, from God. They're not for you. And they're only making you not powerful. (laughs) 
Because you, you cannot be powerful if you believe you are not worthy. You cannot be powerful if you believe that you're tired. You can't be powerful if you believe you're depressed. If you said, I am depressed, could you possibly say God is depressed? No, God has got a, a God of joy and hope and all the good things. So you can't call yourself something that God doesn't call you. He doesn't call you fat, stupid, worthless, tired, um, lonely. He calls you courageous. He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that you're good enough. Because he's good enough and he is in you and it's you plus him now. It's never just you anymore. So I want to give you some declarations to start making for your day. And this will change your life if you can do it. And honestly, change the way you talk about yourself, the way you think about yourself. And change the way you accept what people say about you. And I've done this, I call it the bully game with um, my, with my children. They're small children and they come home with hurt feelings because children would um, say something like, you're a slow runner or you're overweight or something like that. And I'm trying to teach them to laugh at those things because they're lies. There's just as big as a lie as me calling them a giraffe. They're not a giraffe. They'll never be a giraffe. And they're not fat. They'll never be fat. They're not um, slow. They are fearfully and wonderfully made and they're perfect and made in God's image and they are part of God. They are, it's them plus God now because they have Christ in them. And so we play what we call the bully game and I'll give them some negative sentences like all of the ones that I've described to you. And you can try this um, with your kids or your family or spouse or friends or whatever and um you get a lot of good out of it, I promise you. And you can do this just in the mirror. If you don't have anyone you want to do it with, just do it in the mirror. Just talk to yourself. Pray with yourself. Make these declarations over yourself today. But um, give yourself some ideas of some of the lies that you've believed. And so if something comes at you saying you are fat, if you look in the mirror and you, and you have this thought, you are fat, then you need to speak out, out loud, I am not fat. I am made in God's image. I, I, I mean, if, if you have this thought that I am shy, then you would reply, I am courageous. I am not lonely today. I have a friend and I am never alone. God says we are never alone. Um, you can make declarations based on scripture, but I don't want you to necessarily quote the book of the Bible and the chapter because that makes it third person. I want you to become the word. The word lives in you and I want you to become the word. So if you have a favorite scripture that you like to quote, I want you to start quoting it as if you believe it, as if you believe it lives inside of you, as you're not, you're, it's not third person, it's not hearsay. It's yes and amen. So if God says you'll never, you'll never be alone, don't say the scripture says I'll never be alone, but, but try saying I am never alone and use sentences that start with the word I am and keep remembering I am is inside of you and it's no longer you who lives. It's Christ in you. So it's you plus Jesus equals 
everything, everything that you ever need, all of the power and joy and happiness that you need in life is in you. And so you just start declaring today, I am happy. I am full of joy. I am not depressed. I am And try not to make negative statements, you know, just make them full of positive stuff. Make it full of what you want to be and you will become what you believe you are. If you believe it's God living in you, if you believe that your I am statements have to match who God is, you're going to start acting like it. But first you got to start speaking it and believing it and then you'll act it. And so I just give you this challenge today. Try to do... Um, 10 statements a day where you can do your, I call them I am statements and make them courageous, make them new each day. Each day is a new day. You can say, I am going to have the best day of my life today. And tomorrow can be the next best day of your life, right? So I love you. I thank you for listening to these podcasts and Um, I hope that you are getting as much out of them as I am. I love listening to podcasts myself, and I will talk to you another day. Bye-bye.